Coming at you from the Lone Star State, a pop culture podcast about movies, TV, toys, and other dorky things with a twist of real life dad stuff too. So here he is, Lucky the Dork Dad. This is the Dork Dad Podcast. What up, dorks? I know, I know, I know. It's been a long time, like a really long time. But you know what? Stuff happens. Kids are out of school. It's summertime. Uh, They're bored. They want to do stuff. And that's what we try to do as much as we could. So I know it's been over a month, probably, or two. But so many things went on. Um, So many uh, announcements. You know, San Diego Comic-Con. Everything. Bunch of news. I mean... You know, I'm not going to go over everything, but I'll just go over some stuff that was cool to me. What else we got to go over? Um, Of course, dad stuff, stuff we did with the kids. Uh, We saw a few movies this summer um, and talk about some of the shenanigans we got into with the with the family. Also got some dork stuff to talk about, some dork dad questions uh, that you guys answered for me. And pretty much anything I can think of. Uh, I got no notes for today. Um, I had notes. Um, but they've, they've come and gone with all the news that has gone by. And probably wouldn't make sense anymore. But hopefully, uh, it's been a while. Hopefully I can put together a decent show for you guys. So thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening. But before we start, I just got a couple of housekeeping things. Things I want to uh, mention. So, normally, uh, right now, I would insert uh, my three-legged rabbit commercial, since I only have one. But I wanted to take this time to uh, show my appreciation for another podcast, another t-shirt hustle, if you will. So, I did a show a while back with the Mr. Gerald Flores, who is the uh, founder of Taco Gear. Uh, which is a t-shirt company, you know, designed around tacos. His wife, Elena, also has a t-shirt company called So Bonita. That's so like S-E-W, like sewing. Uh, because she does not only t-shirts, but she also makes a lot of the stuff she has on her site. And together, um, they have a po- their own podcast called So Taco. So it's S-E-W Taco. It's a mixture of both brands. And they talk about all of their stuff, um, about their brands and how they got started. And and like I mentioned, I did an interview with Gerald, and and that kind of inspired me to to get three legged rat rabbit up again. And I just wanted to show my appreciation by um, I'm gonna run one of their commercials. Now it may sound a little funny because they run these commercials on their own podcasts, so it's kind of when you hear it, they're kind of talking to their listeners on their show. Um, but to set it up, again, this is uh, Gerald Flores. I'll run them back to back. There's two. Gerald Flores and Elena Flores talking about their brands. Again, this is, they're talking as if they're on their own show. So, Hey guys, we got another sponsor. It's me, Taco Gear. I'm just taking a minute to thank you all for listening to our podcast every week and to remind you that I have an entire brand dedicated to tacos. 
It all started with one shirt design, and it's been an amazing ride ever since. A ride that's connected me even more with my culture that I love and am so proud of. We have hats, shirts, stickers, buttons, and so much more, all celebrating the taco. Check it all out on tacogear.com. episode is brought to you by me, So Bonita. I started this brand in 2014 out of my love for my Mexican-American culture and all that it embodies. I create everything from hand-sewn bags, crafts, t-shirt designs, and so much more. I'm obsessed with color, pan dulce, and of course, chisme. This whole journey has been a life-changing experience and I'm having a blast. Check out all the fun we're having at SoBonita.com. Right again, I just want to say thanks to Gerald and Elena for uh, inspiring me and just answering a lot of questions I had. Uh, they are definitely a positive couple that they really wants to uh, share what they know and try to get others to succeed. But definitely check out their show. Um, they do a lot of it for their community. Uh, they're down in Corpus Christi, Texas. And one awesome thing that they were... Uh, got a chance to do they were doing a, their show kind of a pop-up show at an art event down there and they had the opportunity to to interview uh, Cheech Marin you know from Cheech and Chong so that is that is super cool um, I wish I was that lucky so uh, again definitely check them out uh, So Taco on iTunes and everywhere and just one more thing before I get started. Frankenculture.com. Uh, it is what it sounds like. It's a sort of Frankenstein uh, beast of a website. Um, taking in all kinds of things of pop culture. Uh, toys, collecting, movies, TV, uh, wrestling, MMA, heavy into that stuff. And I just want to give a shout out to Steve Picorni that runs Frankenculture.com. He was kind enough to uh, let me use his site uh, to also promote the show. So definitely check out Frankenculture.com where very soon you'll see uh, a description of my show on there along with everything else that uh, he's got going on with his uh other friends if you will all right here we go moving on with some dork news dork news all right so the past few episodes uh like, even though it's been a while i had mentioned the box office weekend box office numbers but since this is saturday i'm recording um i'll wait till i get back into a a normal rhythm um uh, before I start entering that, I don't want to give you weekend numbers when they're in the, when we're in the middle of the weekend. And also, you know, since it's been a while, there's been a bunch of stuff that's gone on. So I'm just gonna pick and choose what to go over. Starting off with Disney, Disney Plus, just they are really taking a shot at Netflix. So they just announced that they are gonna be offering a bundle deal. I think it was said 
that Disney Plus was going to run about six ninety nine, I think. But uh, with this new uh, bundle deal, since we know Disney just ha does have uh, their hands in Hulu, and we know they also own ESPN, this bundle deal is going to have Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu, all three services for twelve ninety nine. Now, do I think this is a great deal? Um, yes. I do. Is this a gut shot at Netflix? Yes, I think it is. And is it a smart thing by Disney to do this? Again, yes it is. You know, I've talked on the show before about cutting the cord. You know, even though we still need to have some kind of internet provider, you know, even if you don't have cable, you're going to have an internet provider. You're going to have to pay Netflix. You're going to have to pay Hulu. You're going to have to pay, pay for CBS. Whatever streaming services you want. And I talked about the cable companies just need to get together and offer a bundle deal where for one price they can offer you all these streaming services. Me, I think that's the way things are going to go one price for all these streaming services so the way I see it Disney is actually getting ahead of the game they're giving you one price for three services and I think as they acquire more and more things they're just gonna offer bigger bundles and it might be happening already because isn't there word that the whole DC streaming services is is a big flop that they're gonna soon have their content with the whole HBO uh, Max or whatever it's called. I mean, that's sort of bundling the same thing. I mean, only time will tell. I mean, November's right around the corner. But, you know, Disney took their time jumping into the streaming service. But I think they're, well, I'm predicting that they're just, they're ahead of their game now with the bundling and they're just going to, blow us away in the future at least that's my prediction I mean they own everything anyways right why not let's see keeping on with Disney Plus it was announced that they're gonna be doing some kind of reboot I don't know maybe I missed it I don't know if it's a show or movie but there's gonna be some kind of reboot for Home Alone on the Disney Plus service so even though he wasn't not in the the not so famous sequels part three and four uh, Macaulay Culkin himself has uh, weighed in on this reboot if you will of of Home Alone he uh, <laughs> he posted up on Twitter uh, a picture of himself saying this is what an updated Home Alone would actually look like uh, you got to go check that out it's pretty hilarious but he also uh, noted on there saying, hey, Disney, call me. So he uh, he he definitely is interested in uh, in maybe reprising his role as Kevin. Maybe he could be the father this time. Who knows? Let's see. What else we got about Disney? The news seems to be all about Disney. Of course, they uh, announced their lineup for Phase 4, which... I don't think I have to get into you because everybody else has talked about it already. 
The only thing I can say, you know, at first glance, it doesn't look that exciting. I mean, there's a couple things that we've already seen already, stuff that's going to be on the on the streaming service. Um, a reboot of Blade, that might be interesting. And then you have stuff like the uh, the Eternals and Shang-Chi, which hardly anybody knows about. But you got to remember, not everybody knew about Guardians of the Galaxy either, and that was that was huge. So, at first glance, not too exciting, but you never know with Disney. And that kind of that kind of lackluster maybe response from uh, Phase Four has kind of led me into uh, what people are saying about uh, Disney's stock is dropping and everybody's freaking out you know what so what they're saying Disney's on a, a downward trend you know they're raising prices at their theme parks uh, they're losing attendance probably because they're raising prices but I mean Disney has all the money I mean I I doubt this is phasing them at all Disney does whatever they want. People are going to pay what they want. And in all honesty, I think the lower attendance, uh, I think they're freaking out because specifically, no, the new Star Wars area, Galaxy's Edge, has a lower attendance. I think, one, people are waiting to go because they don't want to hit that summer rush. And another reason maybe, you know, that. Disney's expensive and people can't go all the time. We're not like Ernie from the RLU that goes every weekend. I think a lot of people are holding out because it is expensive and they want to make the most of their trip and they know that only one ride is available right now, which I believe the second ride is going to be open at least at Disneyland sometime in January. Because when you think about it, you know, what are the tickets? $150, $200, whatever they are. A family of four, you're paying like 800 bucks. I mean, for a lot of people, that's a lot of money. Now, maybe they're thinking, do we want to spend, you know, a grand on one day at the park? Even though in a few months we can go back and we can see both rides I mean I would wait you know another reason for uh, their stock dropping because could be you know end game right I mean it's it's the end of an era almost and they have to start over they got to rebuild they got to create new characters that people are gonna hopefully fall in love with you know maybe it's just me that's my opinion but I don't think this is phasing Disney at all. They're just getting all their all their ducks in a row, if you will. I mean, they got things coming and coming soon. All right, I think that's enough about Disney. Let's move on over to DC. Okay, so we all know there's an Aquaman 2 getting ready to come out or getting ready to start shooting. Uh, starring, you know, the man himself, Jason Momoa. Who, of course, we know is a native Hawaiian, or we all assume he is. So he has posted up on Instagram saying 
Sorry, Warner Brothers, we can't shoot Aquaman 2 because Jason got run over by a bulldozer trying to stop the desecration of his native land. This is not happening. We are not get. We are not letting you do this anymore. Enough is enough. Go somewhere else. So, what is this all about? It's all about a telescope that is supposedly going up on a dormant volcano, Manu Mauna Kea. So. According to the Los Angeles Times, this volcano top was selected as a site for the telescope back in 2009. In 2014, protesters disrupted the ceremony and in 2015, protesters were arrested for blocking work, causing construction to stop. A few months later, there were more arrests and crews had to be pulled back. Hawaii's Supreme Court has ruled the construction is legal. So, I hear what you're doing, Mamoa. It's it's noble, but at this point, it seems like there's nothing you can do. And because you're under contract with Warner Brothers, I hate to tell you, buddy, but you're gonna be there ready to shoot uh, Aquaman too. Let's see, other DC news. I wish I had some Batman news for you. There's still a lot of rumors on who's going to join uh, Robert Pattinson and the Batman. Um, it's rumored right now Two-Face, possibly Penguin, uh, but nothing, nothing definite. So I'm still waiting for that news and other Batman news of sorts. Um... Medicom or uh, Mayfix uh, announced a The Dark Knight Returns uh, figure, which looks pretty damn awesome. Um, Mayfix is just coming out with a whole bunch of cool stuff. They also uh, announced a, a Hush Batman, which uh, looks pretty awesome. Uh, they got some uh, Spider Verse figures coming out, um, the Michael Jordan figure. But this Dark Knight Returns, I don't know if I mentioned it uh, earlier, but I am like on this uh, Dark Knight Returns uh, kick right now. Like, I just I can't get enough of that, and uh, I'm just so looking forward to this figure. I mean, they're they're pricey, you know, ninety bucks for a for a figure. Um, just a little bit more than than um, Mezco, but you know. It's it's pretty awesome, uh, in that because I don't have a Dark Knight Returns Mezco, which um, are going for like outrageous prices right now. Um, this is this might tie me over until I'm able to get one of those. But yeah, looking forward to that. You know what? I think that's enough uh, enough news for this one. Let's move on to some dad stuff. Dad stuff. Alright, so the last time I talked to you guys was at the beginning of the summer um, where we were getting ready to go to Dallas for my daughter's dance competition. Uh, she was having uh, nationals up there. And it seems so long ago now, but she did pretty, pretty good. 
if you tell if you ask me um her solo in particular her tap solo out of 71 was 70 over 70 solos um she came in fifth overall and she was asked to uh, come back and perform again uh, in front of a different group of judges um these were these were routines that the judges really liked and they wanted to see them perform kind of like a playoff they call it a grand showcase so she got to perform again and i think out of 10 that they selected to to dance again uh she got fifth again but i mean just overall it was it was a pretty good year for her uh super proud so that's how my daughter did so during the same trip um we did have a a day that we did have some free time we're able to go around and check things out we did make a trip over to the national video game museum that's in frisco texas just a little outside dallas but this place this place was super super cool they had i mean they had pretty much every system ever created you know from the very first systems um to the latest system they had they had everything all over um all over the walls they had uh one neat thing they had like little scenes they had like uh, uh a living room back in the 70s like, it was all set up with an old system that you, you can play um then you have like a room a teenager's room from the 80s they had it set up with the nintendo i mean they had a whole wall of like every system you can think of you can you can sit there and play and inside the museum they have a whole section where it's set up like an old arcade uh, they have vintage uh, machines there um, super cool everything is like one quarter um, <laughs> they have um, which was cool is a game I remember playing was the Star Wars game where you like you go and you you make the shot on the Death Star I used to love that game um, it's just super cool place so if you're into video games and you're near the Dallas area I highly highly recommend you to go check out the National Video Game Museum so another stop that I wanted to try to make when we were up there uh, I see this place on the interwebs all the time a place called Dallas Vintage Toys so at first glance this looks like your ordinary toy shop or maybe on the above average uh, toy shop they have a whole lot of stuff a lot of uh, a lot of you know modern stuff a lot of new stuff a lot of um, vintage stuff some in boxes some loose but then there's this back room and that's where the magical place is there's a back room where they have um, a bunch of graded pieces um, really nice carded pieces and I was just blown away about about how how much stuff they had in there um, of course the, those are the high-end high-dollar pieces but I mean they had carded Ninja Turtles uh, Transformers whole bunch of Star Wars carded Star Wars is 
it's just crazy how much stuff that they had um stuff brand new in boxes i mean i wasn't even gonna bother to to look at the prices or ask about them um i was just i was just in in awe to see all that stuff um but if you're looking for that kind of stuff and you can't make it to Dallas, um, I definitely would check them out on the Instagrams and everything else, uh, Dallas Vintage Toys. I did walk away uh, from that shop with one thing. I did a little video on it. Um, it was the Gundam Universe uh, Gundam figure. Super cool figure. Um, I really love that figure. Uh, it's really, really nice. Really, really well made in my opinion for that price range um, so yeah another thing we did while we were up there in Dallas we saw Toy Story Toy Story 4 so I'm not gonna say that um, I told you so or, or whatever but I know I did mention uh, when they first released the teaser poster for for this movie and it was kind of like Woody kind of looking, just Woody by himself, kind of looking back, like kind of tipping his hat. And my first thought when I saw that poster is like, um, oh, Woody's gone. Woody's going to die. Something's going to happen to Woody. Uh, we're not going to have him anymore. And at least that was my prediction because it looked like he was saying bye. And of course, spoilers, right? Everybody's seen this movie. Who's going to see it already? Um... At the end of this movie, Woody says bye to the gang, and he's on his own with him and Bo Peep. So, like I said, I don't want to say uh, I kind of knew it, but uh, you could definitely tell they were trying to tell us something with that teaser poster. But the movie itself, um, you know, Pixar does it again. Um, it's, it's the movie we didn't know we wanted, but once we got it, uh, it was awesome. Uh, Forky is awesome. Um, Key and Peele are awesome. Overall, again, it's a good story. Um, has surprises. You know, you think we're watching uh, Toy Story 3 again. Like, oh, there's there's the new big bad. Is you know, practically doing the same thing. And, you know, we get the twist where uh, at first you hate her, but then you fall in love with her. Um, I mean, just... It's, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Let's see, what other movies did we see? Of course, um, uh, Far From Home, right? Now, everybody loves Far From Home. I enjoyed it. Um, great movie. Uh, there's still, though, a question I have. I know everybody's seen it. Uh, so, spoilers, right? What I want to know is... So the whole time Talos was playing uh, Nick Fury, right? And the whole time uh, Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, was part of you know, Tony Stark's crew. So did is there still multiverses in this movie? I mean, he was lying to them the whole time. So did he make everything up? Is he just, I mean, is it really, are there really multiverses? And he was just playing on that fact that there is. That's what I don't understand. Or that's the question I still have.
it doesn't really say yes or no. Um, we just know that he was lying the whole time. So, I don't know. I mean, moving forward, we know there's multiverses because uh, Doctor Strange 2, it's like something multiverse. But in this movie, I think it's, I think it's bullshit. One other thing I was questioning in Far From Home is the whole uh, bringing everybody back after the snap. Um, it's kind of funny, you know, the the beginning of the movie is, you know, plays fun. Um, it's like a, a school news cast. And what's funny is when they show the clip of the basketball game and then... The snap comes back and the band is just on the basketball court like they were having a pep rally. Now that's interesting if you think about it. It played fun in that scene, but in actuality, it's a pretty crazy thought. Because you think, so when those people got snapped back, they got snapped back to the exact spot they were uh, pre-snap. Or blip as they call it in this movie. So think about that. Um, let's say you were driving in your car when the when the snap happened. Right? Five years have gone by. You get snapped back. Boom, you're driving in your car. You don't know what the traffic is um, five years from that moment. You could... Get snapped back and then boom, you ran into someone. Or, again, five years have passed by. Let's say husband and wife, right? Let's say the wife um, stays behind and the husband gets blipped away, right? Five years go by. That's a long time. You know, whoever's left, you know, I'm sure they hooked up, you know, maybe... Some people got married, remarried, had kids, whatever. And let's say five years happen, boom, you get blipped back. Your wife is with some other dude. What if you get blipped back to your bedroom and she's in there boning some other dude? I mean, <laughs> like I said, that scene is funny when the when the when the band comes back and they're on the on the basketball court, they're having a basketball game. But what if? Those are the, that's the big what if. They should need to put that on the streaming service. What if? What if you were on an airplane when the snap happened, right? You get snapped back. Boom, you're in 30,000 feet. Your ass is falling, you know? What if you were in your own house taking a shit, right? And you got blipped away, snapped away. You come back five years later, back on the toilet. But what if it's not your house anymore? You know, five years went on. Maybe someone else lives in that house now. Again, that's that's the what if that I want. And you know, speaking about taking shits, um, <laughs> if you if you guys don't follow the RLU, the Raw Live Unedited uh, Podcasting Network. Um, they have a show called the round table where they get uh, a few of their hosts or a few of their personalities, uh, 
all together on one show. Um, a lot of people, they don't really interact with people at times, but uh, the last one they had uh, was just awesome. It was just out of nowhere. They just started talking about shit and taking shits. <laughs> so that's a good listen. Uh, check them out on the RLU. So yeah, I'm not going to dive into too deep. Everybody's heard uh, everybody's feelings about Far From Home. It was a great movie. Uh, those are just the two questions I had. Um, but really, Jake Gyllenhaal, psh, awesome, awesome as Mysterio. Uh, makes me wonder what, what Sony's going to do next, right? Let's see, what else we did we see? Oh, my youngest one to see Secret Life of Pets 2. We saw that. And, yeah, we saw it. <laughs> um, I mean, it's okay. Um, it's a kid's movie. And, of course, the big movie here recently that we saw was The Lion King. Now, before the year started, this was my... Uh, this was my prediction to be the biggest movie of the year. And, you know, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a so-so rating. And I really, really wanted to uh, to go in and say, you know what? Screw Rotten Tomatoes, you know? You don't know what you're talking about. I really, really wanted to be that guy. I really wanted to be the guy to say that. But, I have to say I'm so disappointed in this movie. I mean, it, this movie could have been, it should have been, should have been great. I think the problem with this movie, I mean, it's a good movie. It's good. But the problem with the live action, especially with animals, you don't get... You don't get that emotion. You don't get any kind of feelings. And, you know, the new cast is is good. Um, but a lot of the times, the lines just felt blah. Like they just, like they were just reading it on a piece of paper. I mean, I know it's a voice acting, but it's still acting, right? Um... Kind of the same way it felt like with um, Will Smith. It's like he was just reading lines on a piece of paper. I mean, the original is great, right? And, you know, they always say um, you can't beat the original. And from the previews, from all the trailers that were coming out, it looked like it was going to be shot for shot, right, with the original. And for the most part, it was, but... Of course, everyone said everyone wants to put their little mark, needs to make little changes, little differences. But the little differences did not work. You know what this, they should have done? Maybe they should just do it with anything animation that they're going to make in the live action. Um, maybe with animals it's easier, but they should have just taken the same audio track from the original and... Just use the use that for this movie. I mean, like I said, the new actors are, are good, but you just don't get the same feeling. 
Even um, James Earl Jones. Yes, he's the same actor that played Mufasa um, in the original. But some of those same lines he said, maybe he's old because it's, he's older now. But some of the same lines he said just, like, sounded flat, too. I mean, I don't want to knock on James Earl Jones because he's a badass, right? But, I mean, it felt just blah. And what they did with the hyenas, I mean, that's blah, too. The original, they were, like, clowns, right? They were the comic relief. And this one, they tried to really make them fierce and... I don't know. It didn't. It didn't work for me. You know, I think people were really expecting uh, what I was like, shot for shot, um, just mimicking the original. Because there's a lot of uh, one-liners, a lot of jokes, a lot of comments in the original that are just they're fire. They're just golden, right? There's they they're good jokes. And in this one, they tried to change it up a little bit or they didn't um, say the line or joke that everybody was expecting and kind of left everybody like, um, what? What happened? You know, um, we were expecting something and it didn't happen. And, and it kind of throws you off. It throws people off. Now, if you've never seen um, The Lion King before and you go in and see this, You'd probably think, yeah, it's a good movie, right? But the original is just so much better. And I, I love uh, Favreau, but I think he kind of just missed it on this one. Um, there's, like I said, just no emotion, um, nothing. But, I mean, it was good. I mean, it was good. But... You know, it's still making the money because people still want to see it. People still remember the original. Um, so they're going to go see it. But I think once they have, they're going to be like, eh, you know, that was all right, I guess. So, and even though it's live action, I, I think to help with the whole no emotion stuff, I posted up... Um, some pictures. I think I first saw a post with similar pictures or the same pictures from uh, Thick Nick over at the ROU. I know he posted something on his personal page. Um, but I was able to find the, those pictures too and put them up. Um, it's really taking the real line and kind of like still has a real look to it, but with the animated uh, faces, the bigger eyes, bigger mouths, and just. Just so you can see the expressions and emotions. That's what that movie was really missing. So, uh, compared to what we wanted and what we got, uh, I give this movie uh, B minus. Um, I really had high hopes. I really wanted to throw it in everybody's face that this movie was going to beat Endgame. But, you know what? It is what it is. Speaking of Endgame, I mean, what a cheap shot, right? I mean, they were so, um, they were so cocky, right? They thought, oh, we're going to beat out Avatar uh, for the number one spot. Um, and they didn't, right? They didn't at first. 
And what do they do? Oh, let's re-release it with some extra bonus footage. You know what? I am not going to go see that whole movie over again just for some extra footage. It's going to be leaked online anyways. But they did what they sought out to do and passed up Avatar as a number one uh, grossing movie of all time. Whoop-a-dee-doo. You know what? To be honest, I don't... I don't believe in that stat, you know, that it's made the most money. When did uh, Avatar come out? 2009, right? 10 years ago. And when did Titanic come out? 1997, 22 years ago. So are you telling me? Right, a movie 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Right, what was the cost of a ticket back then? Right, at least half of what it is now, at least back in '97. You know, even uh, 2009 had to be at least at least five bucks cheaper. I'm just guesstimating, right? You're telling me. Oh, I made more money than you. Well, you know what? You charge more per ticket now. So that stat that it made more money, I don't believe in that stat. I mean, you got to look at ticket sales, maybe. I mean, I think that's the only way. I don't know if you can calculate it that way. Ticket sales. You can't just go by money. Because, you know, something 10 years from now is going to say, oh, we made the most money ever. Yeah, you know what? Because you charge 20 bucks a ticket to see the movie. You know? I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Endgame, right? But I think that's just a bullshit stat, in my opinion. Stats in general just... They're misleading. Just like um, you look in basketball, right? Um, people say, uh, as well as myself, people say Jordan is the best there ever was, right? And then you get people like Kobe. You get people like LeBron. And they're like, oh, they their stats are at the same age. Their stats are, are a whole lot higher uh, they have more points. They have more assists, more all that. You know what? Michael Jordan did not start right out of high school. So, of course, at the same age, they're going to have four more years in the league. I mean, that's just like the money. I mean, that's not a true stat, in my opinion. You can't say that. Oh, they're going to... They're going to pass up Jordan in career points and career this. Of course, because they started younger, right? They're going to have more time to beat his stats. So, whatever. Again, that's another one of those things. It is what it is. People can argue it both ways and whatever.
All right, I was supposed to be talking about dad stuff, but kind of got off subject with um, talking about uh, movies and and my disbelief in their stats. But uh, so we saw movies. Um, we tried to keep the kids busy. We did manage to uh, to go to the to go to the coast this year. We usually go down to Port Aransas, uh, which is kind of near Corpus Christi. Um, which is kind of south from us. This year, we decided to go to Galveston, a little bit past Houston, uh, in the opposite direction. So, um, we did that. Uh, we, just me, the wife, and the kids, and we ended up taking my mom and my two nieces uh, for the trip. So, we spent a couple days over there at the beach, had a lot of fun. Let's see, we did that. We hit a local water park, Slitterbond, well-known water park. Did that. Um, see, we also had the kids volunteer at a local church here. Um, one, it's kind of required for uh, my daughter. She's in the National Honor Society, which they, they want them to do some volunteer hours in the community. And also to get their butts out of the house because when we were not out and about, they're just sitting at home watching YouTube, watching Netflix, staying up all night, sleeping all day. So we had to get their butts out of the house to do something. But again, like I said, it's been a while, so the last time I recorded was beginning of the summer, and now we are like two weeks away from school starting, so that's pretty much our whole summer, and I could have gotten into a little more detail, I kind of wanted to, uh, about the things that we did, um, but I just never got a chance to record, I kept putting it off, I'm putting it off, uh, saying to myself, I'll record tomorrow, I'll record tomorrow, and it just didn't happen, you know, uh, stuff happens, life happens. So, again, moving forward, I'll start getting into a reg- more of a regular routine. But, let's see, let's talk about some dork stuff. Dork stuff. Right, let's see, um, we can talk about some of the dork dad questions I had posted. Um, again, like, it's been a while, like, over a month. <laughs> but... One of the questions I posted up was, and I kind of got the idea from uh, listening to another podcast. Um, they had a guest on, and they talked about um, what their anthem was. Like, if they had an anthem, what would it be? Um, and for me, um, I love Tenacious D. I love Jack Black, which I'm going to go see Tenacious D uh, in, ne- in the next month. No, October. In October, uh, they're coming to Austin, and I'm gonna go see Tenacious D. But uh, that song, Tribute, I uh, love that song. Um, I can I can cite it word for word. Uh, that would definitely be my anthem. And some of you guys had some comments. Let's see. Strawberry Fields Forever would be Strawberry Fields Forever uh, by the Beatles. Or he says Benny and the Jets, of course, by Elton John. Um, 
Vegetable Tube says Mortal Kombat all day. So I'm assuming the Mortal Kombat theme song. Um, let's see. Uh, Chris from Invincible Comics and more. Says, funny you asked that today. Said I was cruising to work the other morning and Jump by Van Halen came on. And I hadn't heard this song in a few years and it just spoke to me. Particularly the verse, I get up and nothing gets me down. You got it tough. You seen the toughest around. And I know, baby, just how you feel. You got to roll with the punches and get to what's real. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, El Sinestro says, Blowjob Betty by Too Short. So, yeah. And Scott Kruger from uh, Sarlacc says, Get the Funk Out by Extreme. See, another question I posted was, What is the most underrated Disney movie? And let's see, we got Dean... From collecting weekly podcasts as Treasure Planet, easy. I I don't know if I've ever seen Treasure Planet, but um, that's one we actually got uh, two votes for. Uh, the Urban Spidey also said 100% Treasure Planet has always been his favorite. Again, I'm not sure which movie that is, but looks like I gotta check it out. Um. Ayo, Mr. Big Geek says Ratatouille. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh, El Sinestro says Inside Out. I think that's definitely underrated. It's a great movie. Um, Chris from the Sarlacc Digest uh, says A Bug's Life. That's the that's the one that started all for Pixar. Definitely a good movie. Um, an old friend of mine, um, like elementary school, uh, Jerry says, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Now that, that one's going way back. I don't know if anybody knows what that movie is. Um, I want to say it starred, um, if I remember, uh, Sean Connery. I mean, this, this is an old movie, but, uh about leprechauns I mean it I think it'd be trippy to see it now I kind of want to look it up to see uh to try to get a digital copy or something but if you've never seen that Darby O'Gill and the Little People check that out uh for me my most underrated movie uh is Meet the Robinsons um I think this movie is just awesome. My oldest used to watch it all the time. Um, That one in Nemo. He used to wear Nemo out. But Meet the Robinsons, I mean, even I get a little um, sentimental when we watch that movie or it's on. Like, if it's on, my oldest will watch it. Um, It's one of those kind of movies for him. Um, I mean, it's about family. It's time travel. I mean, it's... About making good choices, it's 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 an it's just an overall great movie. See, I know it seems like I'm rushing through this stuff, but it's because I missed a lot of stuff and I'm trying to squeeze it in. 
but um I also asked the question what was your favorite 80s teen movie now this one came about um, this question came up because here recently uh, we've been watching a lot of 80s movies with my kids um, we just want them to kind of see the kind of stuff that we used to watch back in the day um, and we've seen of course the regulars like Goonies and stuff like that um, Gremlins um, but like now that they're a little older we watched um, one of my all time favorites Better Off Dead um, we watched Can't Buy Me Love which is great um, we saw Space Camp you ever seen Space Camp with the little Joaquin Phoenix actually back then I think his name was still Leaf, Leaf Phoenix uh, that's a great movie. Just 16 Candles. Um, we watched with them. So. So yeah. I mean. And, and they really get a kick out of those movies. They like them a lot. And. But I think it came about. Because we were watching uh, Stranger Things. Season 3. Which is great by the way. Um, I I want to say it's like my favorite season. Oh, season one is very very good I love season one um something about this I think it might be the whole never ending story thing cause man that was that was one of my go to's back in the day too like I would always have that movie on but let's see what you guys said let's see uh Fabian says Gremlins of course Gremlins is great Strawberry Fields Forever says Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's another one that we've seen together. Um, also a classic. Let's see. Uh, Raw Live Unedited says The Breakfast Club and Never Ending Story. It's kind of funny. It's like my two oldest kids have never. No, my oldest has seen Never Ending Story. My, my daughter hasn't. But I want to say maybe last year. Or the year before, my youngest, because um, I used to love that movie. I I showed him the Neverending Story, and he fell in love with that movie. And like he looked it up on himself. He was like, "Dad, did you know there's a part two and a part three? And I was like, um, "Yeah, I think so, but I never seen them. Honestly, I never seen part two or part three. I've only seen the first one. That's to me that that's all you need, you know." Um, I don't know if the other movies are any good, but um, he ended up looking those movies up and and saw them on his own. Uh, but uh, the first one is a classic for me. Um, let's see. Patricia Olmos says Pretty in Pink. Um, we have Josie Othabent. Hope I'm getting that name right. Uh, says the Karate Kid and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, the Darth Dad says, "Oh man, that's like asking which kid is my favorite. So many good ones." He says, "I'd have to say Rad, it's a BMX movie, or BMX Bandits." Guessing since no one has ever 
heard of those, I would also go with One Crazy Summer, Breakfast Club, or Fast Times. I remember the movie Rad. Um, I want to say I even saw that at the movie theater, to be honest. I don't remember it, to be honest. But I, I remember uh, that poster. I think I had the poster. Um, I don't, I'm not familiar with BMX Bandits, but I'm sure uh, I'm going to try to check it out. Let's see. Justin says, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Three o'clock high. Not sure if Goonies was considered teen, but Goonies. Three o'clock high. That was another cool movie. I'm definitely going to try to look that one up. Let's see. Switching over to Facebook. Uh, we have Adam Smith. Says, no way to choose just one, but Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller immediately popped into his head. We got uh, Ryan West. Says, does Meatballs... Porkies and Revenge of the Nerds count. Um, hell yeah, they count. Um, what else? We got Alfred from Comic Book Characters Podcast. Says, say anything. A, reven- a revolutionary teen film with a ton of heart. I agree with that. And my cousin says, Cousin Augie says, Goonies and Ferris Bueller. So, yeah, those are some of the Dork Dad questions from the past weeks. I'm doing something a little different with the Dork Dad questions. If I get a good question um, and really want you guys to to write some feedback, I'll make it as a regular post. But I'm starting to to put up these kind of just quick, maybe polls, maybe a quick question or two on my Instagram stories. And... um, if we get some crazy results, maybe I'll talk about them. But I thought it'd just be something a little fun uh, to throw out for you guys to uh, to do kind of quick votes on. Like currently, you have um, currently I had some uh, some ones like what's the better group? You know, we got the Goonies or the Losers Club. Um, you know, which kind of hat do you prefer? Snapback or fitted? Um, I had, let's see what else. Um, who do you prefer? Cheech or Chong? Um, Fluffy or, or George Lopez? Which, actually, my wife tonight went out to see George Lopez. I'm kind of jealous. So it was her birthday not too long ago. And, um, a friend of hers from work, uh, got tickets for them two to go see George Lopez. Kind of have a girls night out. Which I kind of wanted to take her myself, but uh, she did. Uh, her friend did give me a call and say, "Hey, I want to take her out uh, for a girls' night. You mind if if we go?" I said, "Yeah, that's you know that's fine." Um, so my wife saw George Lopez tonight. Um, see, I had you know which Adam is better, Adam Sandler or Adam Driver. Um, which Jennifer is better, Jennifer Aniston or Jennifer Lopez? So just be on the lookout for some kind of fun questions like that. Um, just to keep the audience entertained. And if you're ever wondering what the results were from uh, the overall results from all those questions, I'm going to keep them as uh, as highlights on my Instagram page. So if 
there's another question you want to go back to and see how people voted you can definitely check that out alright so I know again this one felt a little rushed kind of rushing through everything but like I said hopefully getting back on track with a weekly show trying for a weekly show <laughs> um, but before I go I just want to um, give a couple of shout outs to some people that were happy to share posts um, with their three-legged rabbit items or shirts so just real quick I want to give a, a shout out to uh, Miss Caitlin or uh, she is known as properly prep on Instagram I think all these are on Instagram also have uh, leg drags on Instagram uh, thank you for sharing your shirt also have scruffy Rob 70 um, with his three-legged rabbit uh, gear on and of course AJ Cardenas uh, El Cartero um, local boxer here sporting his updated uh, fight shirt from three-legged rabbit also 11 SB on Instagram uh, she had shared um, she had got a phone case from us and we have a curve suasive 333 on Instagram that shared her three-legged rabbit tank top while she was working out so again um, if you do ever get any uh, deciding to get any products from us or from three-legged rabbit and you want to be uh, get a shout out or you want to be um, previewed on the three-legged rabbit page I'd be happy to do that just send me a picture or post something if you buy something post a picture of yourself um, and tag three-legged rabbit so so that's gonna do it for this one hopefully I'll get back into a groove a regular groove um, again thanks for uh, taco gear so bonita so taco all the same people <laughs> um, shout out to the RLU RLU shout out to boys with their toys shout out to collecting weekly shout out to um, Franken Franken culture shout out to everybody that listens and comments I really appreciate it and we can't go without a a, a dad joke right so kind of sticking with that 80s theme um, how many letters are there in the alphabet 26 wrong 24 because ET went home and thank you everybody for listening I'll see you next time you've been listening to the dork dad podcast Please remember to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, keep it dorky.